Welcome to Thoughts on the Market. I'm Jim Egan, co-head of U.S. Securitized Products Research here at Morgan Stanley. And I'm Jay Backow, the other co-head of U.S. Securitized Products Research. And on this episode of the podcast, we'll be discussing the U.S. housing market. It's Thursday, June 29th at 11 a.m. in New York. All right, Jim. We put out our mid-year outlook about a month ago. And since we put out that outlook, we've had a breadth of housing data. And it feels like you can pick any portion of that housing data, sales, starts, home prices, and it's telling a different story. Which one are we supposed to read? I think that's a really important point. The U.S. housing market right now is not a monolith, and there are different fundamental drivers going on with each of these characteristics, each of these statistics that are pushing them in different directions. Let's start with new home sales. I think that was the most positive, we could say the strongest print from the past month. The consensus expectation, just to put this in context, was a month-over-month decrease of 1.2%. Instead, we got an increase of 12.2%. To put it succinctly, new home sales are basically the only game in town. Existing listings remain incredibly low. We've talked about affordability deterioration on this podcast. We've talked about the lock-in effect, the fact that the effective mortgage rate for existing homeowners right now is over three points below the prevailing mortgage rate. That just means there's no inventory. If you want to buy a home right now, there's a much greater likelihood that it's a new home sale than at any point in the past 10 to 15 years. And new home sales were the only housing statistic in our mid-year forecast where we projected a year-over-year increase in 2023 versus 2022 because of these dynamics. All right. So that's the new home sales story. Does that mean that we're just broadly speaking supposed to expect more housing activity? This is the single most frequent question that we've been getting the past two weeks because of this data that's come in. And what we want to be careful to do here is not conflate this growth in new home sales with a swelling in demand for housing. As we stated in the outlook, we expect the recovery in housing activity to be more L-shaped. This behavior is apparent in more higher frequency data points. Purchase applications, for instance, 2023 remains far weaker than 2022. Average weekly volumes are down 35% year-to-date versus last year, and they're really not showing much sign of inflecting higher. In fact, if we look at just May and June versus 2019, prior to the pandemic, purchase applications are down almost 40%. Now, comps will get easier in the second half of the year. Year Year-over-year decreases will come down, but total activity is not inflecting higher. This is also showing through existing home sales which are not showing the same improvement as new home sales. Existing home sales are down 24% year-to-date versus 2022. Also, pending home sales, which missed a little bit to the downside just this morning. Okay. So when I think about the process of housing activity, at the end, you've got a home sale, existing home sale, a new home sale. At the beginning, you've got either people applying to buy a home or starting to build a home. And the housing start data, that was pretty strong relative to expectations as well, right? It was. And the dynamics that we're discussing here, fewer existing home sales and climbing new home sales, that's leading to new home sales making up a larger share of that total number. And subsequently, home builder confidence is growing as a result. We think you can view this starts number as perhaps a manifestation of that confidence. But we also want to stress that you need to think about that starts number in terms of single unit starts versus multi-unit starts. And yes, single unit starts were stronger than we anticipated but they were still down year over year. And through the first five months of this year, they're still down 23%. 
Again, as with most housing activity data, the year-over-year comps are going to get easier in the back half of this year. That year-over-year percent will fall. We think they'll only finish the year down about 12%, but that's still a starts number that looks more L-shaped than a strong recovery. On the other hand, five-plus unit starts in May were higher than in any single month since 1986. Multi-unit starts are still really driving the bus here. So with that home builder confidence, what are homeowners supposed to be thinking? They just saw the first negative year-on-year print in home prices since 2012. Are we going to get a repeat of previous things or are things going to get better? Look, we just actually, in the mid-year outlook process, upgraded our year-end home price forecast from negative 4% in December of 2023 to flat in December of 2023 versus December of 2022. That being said, while making that upgrade, we maintained that home prices were going to turn negative this month for the first time since 2012. We believe it's going to be short-lived, largely because of the dynamics that we've already been discussing on this podcast. Current homeowners are not incentivized to list their home for sale. Existing listings continue to be incredibly low. The past few months, they've actually resumed falling year over year. When you look at affordability, it's still challenged, but it's not getting worse. When you look at overall inventories, they're still close to multi-decade lows, but we're not setting new historic lows each month. All of that leads to even more support for home prices on a go-forward basis. We're still confident in our 0% for the end of the year. We might spend a couple more months here in negative territory before we kind of rebound back towards that flat by the end of 2023. All right, so new home sales surprise to the upside, but we shouldn't conflate that with swelling demand for housing. Home prices just trended negative, but we think that was expected and they're going to end the year flat versus 2022. Jim, always great talking to you. Great talking to you too, Jay. And thank you for listening. If you enjoy Thoughts on the Market, please leave us a review on the Apple Podcast app and share the podcast with a friend or colleague today. The preceding content is informational only and based on information available when created. It is not an offer or solicitation, nor is it tax or legal advice. It does not consider your financial circumstances and objectives and may not be suitable for you. 